0: Long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMen'sHealth.com or call 833 687 0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833 687 0700. 833-687-0700. Eight three three six eight seven zero seven zero zero.
1: and oh that just cut off right quick (laughs) oh well thank you for listening and um as i say all the time i really appreciate you listening in right now whether it's live right now like i'm saying it is live chat room is open on spreaker and if you want to connect with us on facebook instagram or twitter it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24/7. Also, I write for Politichicks.com, and if you want to read some of my articles there, I actually just um, had an article posted today of the time at uh, at Representative Pete Sessions' town hall meeting on Saturday, and that that was just posted today, and just just the scene that was going on there, and so. Like I said, on com, If you want to read my auto- articles, you can go to com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe. And tonight, um, I know I mentioned earlier that I said I was going to do a reverse Bill O'Reilly. So I'm going to do that right now. Because what I meant by that is, <laughs> is the reverse of Bill O'Reilly would be in two different ways one because he's a millionaire and I am not so that's the exact opposite (laughs) so I'm the exact opposite of Bill O'Reilly I'm not making millions of dollars and also kind of put a little theme to the episode tonight is that I'm actually going to do the word of the day in the beginning as opposed to the end Cause if you watch the roller Factory, you always do this, this um the word of the day at the end of the of the program, and I'm gonna do it at the beginning, because I think it's it's a word, it's a word from Dictionary.com, and the word of the day is throttle bottom. <laughs> now. I'm pretty sure people are probably wondering what in the world is throttle bottom means. Well, I'll tell you because I think it kind of fits a little bit in what's going on with this Obamacare replacement plan. And the definition of throttle bottom is a harmless, incompetent in public office. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us can probably have that feeling when we're talking about some of our public <laughs> officials um, whether we're talking about in D.C. or even in local <laughs> um, but I just wanted to start with that and that's basically the reverse bill of O'Reilly so it, I, I I know I kind of built it up a little bit more than what it was but that's basically it <laughs> but um, tonight I'm going to talk a, a bit on Obamacare and um. M- not so much on that because, because not a lot really happened. So uh, just a little bit about that, and also we'll talk a little bit about um, Colin Kaepernick. If you don't know who that is, it's the former now um, quarterback for the San Francisco Forty who who is currently is looking for a job and haven't haven't found a a team yet, and. And uh, there has been talk about, you know, why is that? And then, I mean, obviously, with his with his anthem protest, that's definitely played a part, and as well as it should. Uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit on that as well. So, first first thing I'll go into is talking about this. Uh, you know what? I, I I'm tired of <laughs> I'm tired of calling it. You know, even the name is American Health Care Act. And, and like I said, all the other names have been abandoned about. And I, I'll i just go down to the very technical term for it: H.R. 1628. <laughs> just give me a, just give me a, another name to, <laughs> for it. Because that's that's the actual number of the bill. If you was actually looking for it. And I think if it was Congress.gov or whatnot, that's what you you can put in HR one six two eight, and that and that will take you to the American Health um, Healthcare Act. So, so like I said, not a lot really happened because, uh, like I mentioned in on Tuesday's episode, they don't have the votes to move forward, and they know that now. And so they have postponed it. Now, they did pass, well, they did, I guess, brought up um, the same day rule, rule. Now, don't get me to having to explain what that means. But, I mean, well, technically what that means, because in layman's term, what it means is that they can bring up this. Now, well, by using that rule, they can bring up the bill between tonight and Monday. Which I found a little interesting because I don't know how many of you remember March 21st, 2010. I I definitely remember. It's something that I won't forget. But March 21st, 2010 was on a Sunday. And on that day, that was the day when Obamacare passed through the House on a Sunday. So... Just hearing about this today, that this bill can can be brought up in the time between now and Monday. I, I just, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised that that there's a bill come, coming through on like Sunday morning or something when most people, you know, especially conservatives or, you know going to church <laughs> at that time. It, they they could be. At church, and they'll they'll be voting on the bill, keeping people from you know getting on the phones or whatnot. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if that actually happened because um, it, it's almost kind of the same mechanism that they use that that uh, Democrats use to pass Obamacare in twenty ten, but um. It's funny. I mean, as of right now, they don't have the votes, so that's you know, in large part thanks, uh, thanks to the Freedom Caucus and and other conservatives who are not in the Freedom Caucus, but thanks to them, they are actually keeping keeping this well the bill where how it stands now. They're keeping it from moving forward. Now they've they've been negotiating with President Trump. And I just read an article earlier, about an hour ago, um, I didn't get a chance to fully to read it. I just saw the headline, but it was from Fox News. It was saying, take it or leave it, where uh, President Trump is saying that he's not negotiating anymore on this bill. So they just, whatever whatever they have negotiated so far, that, that's it. Um, I don't know what, what was in it as far as what whether it's any better at all or what, but I guess, uh, and he, and also, I also saw in the headline that, that he wants to vote on Friday. Well, tomorrow. So I guess we'll see tomorrow what, what will happen as far as if a vote goes through or even proceeds at all tomorrow. So, you uh, know, I. Well, I guess we'll find out. Maybe they added some added some things, taking some things away. Out, you know. Like I said, we're I guess we're all we'll be finding out in the morning, or if if something comes out throughout the night. But you know, it's it's funny with all this negotiating and whatnot, and you know, this would be so much simpler if they just you know did what they what they promised during the campaigns a lot of them did and just repeal obamacare but the thing about that the reason why that repealing obamacare isn't happening like so easily is because you have republicans who are just like the democrats who basically believe that health care is a right they don't say it like the democrats do but obviously, obviously, you have Republicans that believe that health care is a right. Like the Democrats say all the time. You know, they boldly say that. So, and also, not only that, that you also have, I would probably, probably would say that the same Republicans that they they want their hand on the wheel of another part of of. Of the people's lives basically being health care. So they want their they want their shot at it. They want Republican care. <laughs> you know, they saw Obamacare and instead of seeing Obamacare as Republicans is that this is a infringement on the people through you know through the healthcare system. No, some of these Republicans saw that like, huh, that's a nice idea. Maybe <laughs> But I don't like how he's doing it. But well, we we have our own little way we want to do it. <laughs> so they that, that's how they wanna to, want to run the healthcare system now. And you know it's showed in this bill. And there's a lot more of them than I, I would say. There's a lot more of them that feel that way. Where, like I said, they believe they believe like Democrats do as far as that healthcare is a right. The reason why I can pop I can say that is that well look at the builders out there now. There's keeping pre existing conditions. Um staying on your on your parents plan until you're twenty six. Like all the things that they keep saying like well the good parts. But that's also Obamacare. That was in there too. So obviously you believe that too and to have the pre existing conditions just like Obamacare, that's, that's not insurance then. It, it, it's pretty simple as far as that that particular part as far as pre-existing conditions. I I don't get how people think that it's such a great thing as far as thinking that it's insurance. Because that's not insurance. I mean, that people, people would not even fathom doing that in any other part. Of insurance in general, whether it's car insurance, house insurance but it but when it comes to this all of a sudden it, it just seems like that's you no know, yeah that's that's the right thing to do and basically because most people i I would say a good majority of citizens are not don't don't understand basic civics as far as when it comes to knowing. Anything? I mean, knowing anything, or at least a, a lot about what's what's in like the Constitution or the Bill of Rights, and then saying that it makes me think about Facebook group that I've talked about. If you've listened to any episode, I've I have mentioned them every, pretty much, almost every episode, and um, they're the Founding Project, and they have a Facebook group right now and basically their mission is taking civics to citizens so what i'm just saying right now and, and talking about just learning basic civics is that they're out to to educate people to know more about the constitution about bill of rights and all and in declaration of independence and all all these documents and just how the founder of our country and it's—I mean—they're a great group. I, I'm definitely looking forward to hear, to to hearing more and from them. And right now, I just want to just want to give them a, a shout out. And if you want to find them on Facebook, just search the Founding Project. So it, it's very easy to kind of even bring them up because this whole. When talking about Obamacare and with this whole bill, and and just saying about you know conditions and not and, and a good majority of people not really understanding just the basic civics, but you know, given even though a lot didn't happen with this bill, <coughs> I mean I, I could just imagine what's what's going on right now to. To members who are not supportive of this bill, I like the people in the Freedom Caucus, and I mean, I mean, there might actually be arm twisting going on, like literal arm twisting going on at this moment right now. Who knows? Maybe you know, they, they could be in in one of those chambers, and next, you know, they got people hold, <laughs> held up and trying to hold them hostage or something. I don't know, but but you know. Obviously, I don't think it it would have gone to that extent, to that you know, physical extent. But I'm pretty sure there is a lot of threats that are going on, and not physical threats, but a lot of threats. Like you know, we might primary you or something. We might, um, uh, we we will, we won't support you in the general election, or we might take this project away, or we might form from your you know home district, or we might do this to. To someone you know, someone you like, or something, or I mean, all you know, I'm pretty sure that a lot of those threats that are going on, I'm pretty sure those that like, I guess those threats to uh, you know, to a member as far as their district or whatnot, or or their state, but um, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm I'm i could pretty much guarantee that's going on that has already been going on now one one statement i did saw um that i saw from um uh representative mark meadows and that when i saw this i'm like yes and he made a statement a couple of days ago saying i am a no to the to the um, American Healthcare Act, even if it sends me home, he's a no to this bill, even if he is well, Primarily out or whatever, or not supported and and not reelected. So when I read that, I was like, man, yes, like every bit of that. Now. I hope he's, you know, standing firm on that right now. I don't know where he's at now, but that's that's a statement that I am looking for from a politician, a congressman, a senator. Statements like that. Sticking to your principles, sticking to what you had promised the people when you ran. And unfortunately, you, you don't hear that a lot from from a lot of them. And it just, when I saw that, that was just, i was like, man, that, now that's what I'm talking about right there. But, um but you know, it, also in, I, I kind of want to go back and what, um, speaker Ryan said a couple of, I maybe it was about a week ago, but he was saying like, um, if we don't get this passed, it's going to be a bloodbath. Basically saying like, well, if we don't pass my bill, it's, you know, but, There'll be consequences as far as Republicans not, uh, not you know being reelected or whatnot because they didn't pass this bill, which I would say the exact opposite is that if you do this, <laughs> that it would be a bloodbath because you would basically be keeping Obamacare in place. So, and I can if this bill go, you know. Passes and President Trump signs it, and in 2018 or 2020, it's going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty hard to motivate the same conservatives that you had to push, not only President Trump but a lot of these Republican congressmen to this, you know, to be reelected or elected. It's going to be kind of hard to motivate them to get behind you. Again, after you have said that you're going to repeal Obamacare, then you didn't you you basically just did your own republican care now like you you still you still have a government control of health care and yet you you pass this, you will have passed this bill, and then you're gonna turn right back around, come back into your your state or your district or whatnot, and say, "Hey, vote for me again. We're we, we're gonna do better next time. <laughs> we uh, whatever." Yeah, you. The the support you might still get some support, but it's not gonna be a very enthusiastic support <laughs> because it they they're they're gonna be questioning. I mean, and rightfully so, because. <laughs> Um, you, whoever that person is, you like you have, and your party has been promising this repeal of Obamacare ever since 2010. <laughs> ever since when I mentioned when it passed the House in March 21st of 2010, you have been basically railing against Obamacare since March 22nd of 2010. And now you had the opportunity to do it, and you decided to just what just tinker around and tweak it a little bit it's not like you could you can't do it you just don't want to do it because obviously you obviously you just want the control of the healthcare system you just you don't want the democrats having control of it you want control of it now so yeah so um that's basically I said I didn't have much on this, but I tell you, talking about this, it can go. I can go on and on about it because it really is infuriating, man. I'm just really to keep hearing this and and to have this continue on. And like I said, to just remember all all of those promises and all all the rhetoric about wanting to repeal Obamacare, like it was just so horrible, and then to come around to be at this point now, to where the, I'm, where you're seeing something like this, it's just like wow. I mean, it's not like I'm not like distraught or totally disappointed about it, but still, it's just like, that this is just sad. <laughs> but um, anyway, I guess the uh, next topic I I want to get to before tonight and like like i said this is live um i have i am also i am actually live on facebook as well hello hey hey tj hey levana you're now you're actually on the podcast now so <laughs> um the chat room is also live on spreaker actually i need to get back to it uh, i have actually left away from it uh, okay uh yeah so the chat room is is live on um on Spreaker go to dot 247com if you want to chat on there and if you're on Facebook right now you can just go to either on Trenchat Facebook page or or to my page Brian Bledsoe and uh quickly I want to mention about what I'm what I mentioned earlier about politics—that I do have an article that was just released today about my about my time at the at Representative Pete Sessions town hall meeting—and also talking about politics that I, I mentioned this on Tuesday, but I want to mention this again. I'm going to probably mention this every episode <laughs> until I don't know when, but. Politics is also coming out with what well, has came out with the book it came out in February, um, late February, and and um, in that book for Politics, one of my articles is featured in the book, which I am just totally so su- surprised and honored that they would put one of my articles in there, and as, and actually one of the articles is about me becoming a delegate, and so. Uh, Definitely appreciate politics for putting me in uh, in their book. And if you want to find the book, it is um, it is on Amazon. And and the name of the book is um, Politics. Oh man, I didn't write that down. But um, <laughs> but uh, a clear uh, clarion uh, clarion to a pol- uh, political activism. I'm really trying to think that off the top of my head. Um, but it's on, it is on Amazon and, and it is a pretty good, good size book. It's over 300 pages and it is articles from contributors of Politics. Uh, it's, I don't, I don't know how many it's a, I, to be 330 pages. It had to be a good number of them. So I would definitely would, uh, would appreciate if you buy one of those books too. Um I mean now I didn't think about doing this tonight, but I'm going but um if you're listening to this and it's 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 cracking me up to even say this, but um if you're listening to this and with the book being out now if you or your group the tea party, conservative group of republican group if you will want to book me <laughs> to speak about this book <laughs> or or about the podcast, I guess just either send the email to twenty 247 at gmail.com or go to TrendChat the Facebook page, send a message there. If you you know if you want me to come to wherever. Now I guess I can get more details if if I actually got <laughs> Email or anything about that, but I, you know, with the book being out now, I'm putting that out there, and you know, if you, if you see me on Facebook, I'm I'm cracking up about it because it's funny for me to say that because there's no way a year ago I ever even thought about one writing, two being in a book, two, three doing this podcast, four looking at you on Facebook right now, like none of this was was not even in my mind when <laughs> a, a year ago well i i have written one article about that th- by that time but still none of this <laughs> was even in nowhere in my mind back then so to the fact that i'm now that i'm at the point of where i am putting myself out there to be a speaker somewhere <laughs> a, to about either the book or about a podcast, it's it's just surreal. And that is the word I can use. But um Politics a Clarion Call to Political Activism. Thank you, TJ. That is that that is the, the title. That is bad of me but not knowing the title off the top of my head. But okay. But that is the title. So you can go to Amazon and look for Politics a Clarion Call to Political Activism and you will find Find it there. Buy the book. Read my article. Read all the articles. Go to politichicks.com, dot com. Read all the articles there. Go go to politichicks.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe to, to read my articles on Politichicks as well. So, anyway, I might be losing track of time, but um, but I want to get on to um to Colin Kaepernick, which is not really much, but I do want to touch on it a little bit. That um, so if you don't know Colin Kaepernick, um you probably do, if you think about the whole anthem protest, he was the quarterback that got on a knee when the anthem was sung, and um, he was a quarterback for the San Francisco Forty ers and was because now he's former because he is now a free agent, and you know what, the man just can't find work these days. <laughs> Right now, he is still a free agent. You know, you have players that have been snatched up since free agency started, and he is still out there on the open market. Can't find a job. I mean, it's really sad. It is really, really sad. But um, uh, in, in that, you have heard from, well, there's some people in the sports world that is saying that, well, this is collusion because he – protested against the anthem and the owners are holding against them because they're all old rich white men oh i I, well i just added that part in but but some people are saying that it is collusion and and i I will say no i mean one um you know it's not like he's this super talented quarterback for one because i mean if he was that good San Francisco will still have him. I don't know I mean, but he wasn't that great. Of a, he, he has definitely lost whatever mojo or whatever talent that kind of propelled him to where he was playing in a Super Bowl just a few years ago. But now his he he's not playing so great. So so if you if you put on one side that your your play is 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 poor. And then you also add controversy to make you a polarizing figure by doing something like kneeling while the national anthem is being sung. Then when you become a free agent, teams are like, okay, for one, um, you're not that great. So why are we going to put up with the headache of having, having you on our team Now, I think he has said that he's not going to kneel anymore, which is quite quite convenient to say that now, isn't it? After you're, you know, you're a free agent now and looking for a job. All of a sudden, oh, well, I won't kneel now. Well, yeah, but still, you have. And so with with your diminished talent and what... Why would I put up with the headache? I mean, I I, could pretty pretty sure find I could find other quarterbacks to do (laughs) to do something, and not have nearly as much controversy or the baggage that will come with it. So, so I wouldn't think it's collusion. Now, all this saying all this, I I believe he will be signed eventually. Uh, Um, I, I mean, I did mention about him not playing playing great as a quarterback and having diminished talent. But he is a talent nevertheless. I I feel someone will pick him up, whether it's close to the beginning of the season or not, because I don't believe he's not going to play at all. Um, Because, I mean, he has some talent. And, and, I mean, you know, and also, I'm not looking for the NFL to be (laughs) – to hold that against them too much. I mean, it's not like the NFL is this big conservative league. I mean, they plenty of times are, are have no problem, you know, champion whatever liberal causes there is. I mean, I remember Baltimore Ravens promoting Obamacare and going along with uh, not doing anything to the um, St. Louis Rams when they were in St. Louis when they were doing the old hands up, um, hands up, don't shoot, like nothing happened to them. And, and you know, that with that whole lie about hands up, don't shoot. And and so, and, and on and on and on. So, when it comes to NFL, I'm pretty sure they, they're looking at getting players who can play. I mean, unless you just do something so heinous, you know, like, unless you're like Ray Rice and you know punch your fiance in the face but even in that you know Ray Rice uh, Rice was diminishing as a running back at that time so after he did that he was done anyway so if if you had someone with like supreme talent someone as a running back and he would have done that there, there have been plenty of teams that would have justified having him play on the team, and that's just, uh, just the same as Colin Kaepernick. You, you're gonna have people that would have no problem, just that would, I mean, if he was a great quarterback, they were like, well, you know, he has the freedom, you know, he has the freedom of speech to to say what he believes and whatnot, and we just want to, you know, make sure we have him, uh, <laughs> have this talent play on our team so we can win the Super Bowl, whatnot. you know, whatever public relations speak speaking is gonna be about that. But um now, well one thing he has done recently, he he made a little bit of news is uh that he donated fifty thousand dollars to Mills for wheels because, you know, obviously I guess he bought in to what what the media was saying about um, president Trump's budget cuts and thinking that meals on wheels going on, just all of a sudden disappear like tomorrow. <laughs> and so, but, and so he donated $50,000. Now also there's another story about, about how donations jumped up like 5,000% after the news of people would just the, the fear that <laughs> went in people that thinking that it was going to happen. And volunteer, you know, volunteers jumped up like 500% people, which it's, it was kind of funny because by, so you yeah, Colin Kaepernick donating $50,000 and all the other things that happened right after that news, you know, they're kind of proving the point that these programs, whether you're talking about Meals on Wheels or you're talking about PBS, NPR and all these other other programs i'm just talking about like the ones for the arts or whatever like that um they kind of made the point that they can they can survive on private funding i mean they clearly have shown that so it was kind of you know to for all these i guess celebrities and and for all the news that came out afterwards and when they were printing that, you know, you're making the making that point that they really didn't need that money from the federal government. Right. And, uh, you know, and even if NPR on PBS or even Meals on Wheels, if they don't get the money, it still doesn't mean that the government has an obligation and a responsibility to be. To provide for these programs anyway. Even if they don't survive. But the thing about it. They prop they would survive. Without, the, without. You know funding from the government. And I mean. Something they shouldn't have been getting in the first place. But you know. That's. That's like all the other programs. They, they shouldn't have gotten in the first place. But, but still getting it now. Just like Obamacare. Just brought it right back to that. huh? But um, but anyway that's it for me um that's all the ranting and raving i have for for tonight Uh, i appreciate everyone listening Uh, and the people who are watching on facebook right now the two people i see (laughs) but um thank you for for watching and thank you for listening and right now um Actually, uh, since I got a little bit of time, I want to mention about a couple of events that I will be attending, covering for politics and um doing some interviews for Trend Chat. And the the first event will be in Austin on April 17th for the uh Tea Party rally That's um I'll be I'll be there to just I guess covering when I said covering, I mean i was saying I'm going I, that I probably be writing an article or anything. Uh, if any, at the least, I probably would just do some interviews and post them here and um, like I did for CPAC. But uh, um, I'll be there on April seventeenth in Austin, and then right after that, it will be in. I will be in Atlanta, um, April twenty seventh uh, uh, 28, it's just going to be one day in Atlanta for the NRA annual meetings. And that, that is a, that's an event. i definitely, am going to write an article for that's, that's a project that I have really been thinking of doing since last year almost. So I, I definitely write an article about that. That's as that's has to do with me and my dad. And so we're going to be doing some things, uh, the same light like there, I'm probably gonna do some interv- um interviews and whatnot, but I'm definitely it's all about doing this article for PolitiChicks. about um about my dad going to his first gun show. So um and then after after that in April then they will be in June in Dallas for the um um young women's leadership summit by a turning point, and they have a i think this is a third annual where they get uh, you know over a thousand young women conservative women to um hear different speakers and to just you know just network and and whatnot so I'll be attending that doing the same thing interviews and whatnot paul might write an article for that as well, <clears throat> and after that. It will be July where I go to Denver for the for uh, the Western Conservative Summit in Denver, and that's in that's in July. I don't remember the date for that, but all of these that I'm just trying to get media credentials for, I've I've already got two already, and so definitely um looking forward to going to all these events and covering. It's been a great. You know, great opportunity to do all this and definitely just say again, I definitely thank um, Politichicks for all of, for, you know, giving me, me this opportunity, you know, especially um, Anne-Marie Morrell. And and like I said, actually, they are on tour, the book tour, um, which I'll mention again, Politichicks, a clarion call to political activism. And they're on a book tour, anne Marie, and Morell, Morgan Brittany, and um, Sonia Sasser, and uh, they they had an interview today, and they're I guess they're doing some more media for the next couple of days. I think next couple of weeks. So um, and yeah, so I definitely appreciate Politics for all for for just put, I guess putting me on the path because like i said earlier all this wasn't even anything i ever thought about doing but it just by their encouragement it just have you know grown and and now i'm sitting having fun on on this podcast with you (laughs) so uh definitely appreciate everyone listening and maybe i will do some video on Saturday or Sunday, I don't know. But for well for for I'll be back next Tuesday. And who knows? Something might pop up to where I might just hop on and just do this again. Especially some sort of late night trend chat. I mean, look at it; it's ten forty-five, and so and so here, you know. You know, instead of listening to, you know, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, I mean, you can come on and listen to me (laughs) just, you know, talk about Obamacare and Colin Kaepernick. I mean, who doesn't want to talk? (laughs) He doesn't want to talk about that. So. All right. Well, I'm done. And uh, once again, thanks for listening. And if you want to connect with uh, with Trend Chat on social media. It's all the same name, trenchat 247com on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also on YouTube, and also the podcast is available on Google Play and iTunes. And so if you like what you're hearing, please like it, share it, send it out to everyone. <laughs> I appreciate it, all of it. Go Go on iTunes, rate it. Subscribe. I'm just. I'm whatever you can. I mean, if you like it, please support us in any way you can. So, thank you for listening. And um, until Tuesday, I will chat with you later.
0: Where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks. Socks. I'll check upstairs. It's easy to be unsafe online. You're the best. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection. All in one. Opt in to cyber safety. Save 25% or more off your first year at Norton.com news.